0: the of the body what body uh,
1: the idiot's in control
0: you hit that
2: welcome back to disney marvels for week of april 3rd 2022 this is episode 171 Disney Marvels, the show about Disney, Marvel, Lucasfilm, Muppets, Pixar, 20th Century, the parks, and much, much more. If it has to do with Disney, it's fair game. I'm your host, Matthew Graken. So, I put the latest poll out there, this time about Moon Knight, ahead of this week's episode about Moon Knight. And the the results don't fully surprise me. And the question being... One episode into Marvel's Moon Knight on Disney+, Plus. what are your thoughts? Did you love it? Was it enjoyable, but you're not sold yet? You didn't like it, or you didn't watch it yet. 7% said they hadn't watched it yet. 7% said they didn't like it. But a resounding 86%. I say that's the vast majority of you. 86% said of you loved it, and you will find out our, our thoughts in a few moments. But I do also want to take a quick moment to recognize that this is National Autism Awareness Month. And to celebrate it, all I'm asking for you is choose the good, as Lou Mangello would say, our friend Lou Mangiello. Do something, do some kindness for somebody else. What does that have to do with autism? Because you don't know who you're helping. And you don't know what they struggle with personally. Not every issue that someone has can be seen externally. And on that note, we'll be back after these words from our friends and sponsors.
0: Hi, Disney Marvels fans. My name's Tash and my BFF Mercedes and I make a weekly podcast dedicated to all things Disney. From music, movies, and food and parks to fun weekly challenges, we discuss it all over at Chat Disney. You can find us on Instagram at Chat Disney or Twitter at Chat Disney UK. We release weekly episodes every Monday morning, which can be found on Spotify and the Apple Podcast app. Bye for now.
2: Yet again, we delve into Disney Plus's ever-expanding library. This week, we are talking about a show that came out last week, and Marvel has gifted us with Oscar Isaac from Star Wars. And why should this be important? Because this is a very different type of character. And to help me talk about different type of characters, I'm going to bring in a couple of different type of characters. Of course, in different type of characters, I mean someone that is a Norse god and someone that's another deity of his own. And that would be Matt Leonard and Isaac, of course. Welcome, gentlemen. I'll let you figure out who is who.
0: Isaac is clearly the Norse god. Oh, yeah, definitely. Um, definitely. i have seen I, his I...
2: hammer
1: then. I could totally rock some Nordic uh, armor, on, Man. That, that that wouldn't be bad, actually. Totally, on the North God <laughs> with those long, long flowing locks of yours. Huh? <laughs> no, it would just it wouldn't be long flowing. It, it would just be a, like a, just a big afro, you know, just a flowing <laughs> afro. And just the the afro. The afro, just blocking out the sun. The <laughs> Norse afro just blocking out the sun. Blocking I, just, I love it. <laughs> oh. I got to do it right, man. It's the only way. Two way
0: minutes in, we've already gone off the rails.
1: Yep, yep. This podcast has already went to a terrible. start. two minutes so...
2: in, and we're already off. Oh. Emily would be proud.
1: Yeah.
2: <laughs> <laughs> um, quick, unrelated news. I did want to bring up, um, some park stuff quickly. Um. August 18th, meet and greets of characters is coming back, that people are actually going to be able to get up close and personal with the characters, give them hugs, get autographs, pictures right next to them. Um, that and lots of news is coming out regarding the Guardians of the Galaxy. We are expecting a opening probably in May. That's speculation, but with the way things are trending uh that should be happening relatively soon we should be getting some more information if the information hasn't come out already before this podcast uh is set up on the to the service. so uh lots of things moving forward in that direction i particularly excited to see what's going on with guardians because that's going to have some live footage that the guardians cast of current between filming the third movie, filming the scenes for the attraction, possibly filming the scenes for a Christmas layover in California, and filming the Christmas special all together, uh, so they've been they've been busy. Oh yes, and this week's topic, Moon Knight. Moon Knight is now g- available for a meet and greet in California as well. So speaking of Moon Knight. Um, I guess let's let's delve into it. Uh, everyone got to watch
0: it. But I, I'm, I'm I'm curious. I'm yeah. curious before we get started, because i just 'cause I'm I'm um just to get a sense of things before going into this too deeply. What is everybody here's relation to Moonlight? Like, how read up are you guys in terms of the characters? How familiar are you guys? Either of you? Because I know Isaac, you're you read quite a bit of comics. Matt, you read some. You How
1: know, familiar are any of us? Like, I, you know, I've, I've, I, I haven't, I I'll, I'll admit, I, I'm very, I've, other than like some research I've done in the past just to understand okay. who Moonlight is, I'm very little on the character. All I know that is, I'm... you know, I only know like a little bit of the character enough. I, I know that like the character deals with a lot of like the schizophrenia ish
0: issues Fair and he you
1: know, has like multiple personalities that kind of go along with it i think that's like one of the All right
0: so it, yeah that's kind of that's kind of where i am i'm i'm yeah. semi sort of familiar with the character but mm-hmm. not really i know he was the only thing i want to say maybe there's a spider man comic or two that i've read with him in it and i know he was in the um ed brewbreaker's run on secret avengers Mm-hmm. Uh, which I really enjoyed. I he was in, oh no, he, he was in some of the secret Avengers comics, the early secret Avengers comics that I really enjoyed a yeah. couple of years ago. But other than that, I, I don't, it's not a character I'm overly familiar with. Matt.
2: I, I read about him in my little book here of characters. <laughs> <laughs> um, I knew of him beforehand. I, I knew Moon Knight's so existence.
0: Have, we have experts on the subject to talk yes. about the character. Yes. We just don't so I just, hurt. I was curious. I was, I. So we're all pretty evenly matched in terms of our knowledge of the character, and I'm, and that's, that's fine.
2: Yeah, and I, I, I honestly want to say, for the majority of people, I want to feel that's where we are, where and, most people are. And, and and I feel this is kind of going back to the grassroots of marvel studios Mm. because it's all right we don't own the rights for our big characters let's pick out who we got on list b okay we got iron man we got you know these characters here we'll start making movies about them and boom
0: and they become people know them overnight and like almost overnight iron man went from like a b or a c list character to an a list character Yeah. yeah like like that I don't think that's gonna happen with
2: moon knight but i i yeah no no but he he's gonna be a, a he's now in the discussion he's he's mm. yeah people are going to be a lot more familiar with with the character um just the write-up in this in the um uh, was it the adventure ultimate character guide updated in 1492 uh mark spencer was a mercenary who left were dead in the egyptian um egyptian desert he was saved by followers of the egyptian god kongchu okay I, yeah, kongchu. yeah uh, who gave him superhuman powers on his return to the usa he began to carry out kongchu's will by pursuing uh punishing criminals as moon knight he later joined the west coast avengers learned that some of his equipment had been uh been created by an ancient Egypt uh, in ancient Egypt by a time-traveling Hawkeye so that's weird <laughs> yeah he's another millionaire playboy vigilante why not because that's you know yeah your millionaire uh, vigilante you know millionaire playboy you become a superhero apparently um, or a
0: super villain
2: yeah, no, yeah you could go either way depends yeah. on the day
1: yeah, but um, and, and, like, again, I, I think in the comics, they also tell like he's like half, he's like mercenary, uh, vigilante, like a, almost a playboy. But also he also at times uh, goes into, maybe that's part of the mercenary part that I know that he goes into more of like, not like he blends in with like the homeless clouds, the so whole disguise himself to kind of go street level to get more information and stuff like that so it's weird it's all kind of fused with his personality and i also know that he's a, he's a great martial artist has really great combat skills and a little bit of all i know is i know he's like one of the characters that like marvel like the good part of marvel doesn't really want to mess around with just because he's a little crazy <laughs> yeah yeah he's a little he's a little nutty um, yeah. I think a lot of a lot of the Marvel universe tends to like you know what, let him do his own thing, man. We ain't gonna bother. <laughs> See,
2: now, here's something I just read on here, and I'm wondering if this will come up in the show, because they might just to make it more interesting. Moon Knight's strength increases and decreases as the moon waxes and wanes.
1: Oh, wow, that's wow.
2: And there was a few shots of the the um the moon and what position it was in. So, yeah, there
0: were quite a few. There were quite a few crescents I noticed. Yeah, they was sort of a crescent motif. Yeah, so
2: I wasn't sure if that is Poisson. just
0: as far <laughs> as just
2: the symbol of it or if this is going to play into when he's stronger and when he's not. Yeah, when the idiot takes over.
1: Yeah, S- Stephen, which is Stephen.
2: So, and I know, I know, Matt, you're going to say. We got called that a lot of times at work. You know, oh, great. The idiots are taking over again. <laughs> <laughs> Many times have we had a manager look at us that way. Oh, gosh.
1: <laughs>
2: <laughs> But uh, yeah, so yeah, we are on the same page of.
1: In terms really, of just everybody's
2: character, character. Yeah, this was one of the 70 characters that came out. Um, hmm. During the 76, 78 era, I believe it was. When yeah. this character was created. So he's he's been around, but like the Eternals, they're there. They, they they own they created this property, and you know he's made some appearances, um, but he's not one of the
0: heavy hitters. No,
1: I know he's also he's he he falls under the Marvel Knights. Line up with Daredevil, Punisher. uh...
0: Um, I'm glad it's interesting that you brought that up because that was the next thing that I was going to say was, does anybody else find that just a little interesting that two weeks ago, three weeks ago, Daredevil and Punisher and Iron Fist and Jessica Jones and the Marvel Knights characters all suddenly appeared on Disney+. Plus just 2 weeks before another disney, another marvel Knights character appeared on disney plus i i can't help but think that's not a coincidence nope I'd, I'd um, yeah. i i agree yeah i concur
2: the timing of the licensing and everything worked out spectacularly mm-hmm. um i and i don't believe it's a coincidence
0: yeah yeah um, and oh, and Ghost Rider, because Ghost Rider was in uh, Ghost Rider was part of um, that other show that nobody watched, Shield. Agents of so, Shield. Yeah, Shield. The,
2: it was the the other Ghost Rider though, right? Um, it, it wasn't the the main one. It was the the second one that came up.
1: <clears throat> second, yeah, the second, the passing on the torch, yeah. No. Yeah,
2: but he he, he still, I, I actually really enjoyed the character, and I thought he did a good job with it. And I was hoping they would do more. I never got that far. <laughs> I, I see. I, I mean, I watched tried it
0: so hard.
2: I yeah. stopped, and then I came back right around that time. And then they finished that story arc. I watched a couple more, and then next thing I know, I, I didn't go back to it. So slow. It's, well, you have 20-something episodes to try and dish out. It's so slow. Yeah. <laughs> As much as I I love the you know, the, the the cast that they between Ming-nong Wen and sure. uh, great cast uh, Clark great characters are, are fantastic <laughs> characters fantastic something. actors I just couldn't it's like a once in a while show for me okay I'll go back to it once in a while um but I, I it was not something that I was able to just sit there and watch all seven seasons of it. I mean, now I have access to it. I may occasionally drop in and say hi, friend, and watch a few episodes, and
0: maybe get back to it. I find I find it's a lot. I find Agents of Shield is a lot like owning an ant farm. It's a lovely thing to have in the window and look at, but really, at the, the 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 ants don't do anything, and you kind of go over and you you plink on the glass, and oh, the ants aren't really doing anything. You look. Uh, you look real closely. Was, until finally, to until dirt. finally, you turn around and you realize that it's sitting in the window and you've fried them all and they're dead. And they're like, "Oh well, now the ants have done something interesting." Wow,
1: that's a little morbid, but okay, I'll go with
2: that. <laughs> Tahiti. That's all I have to say is Tahiti. <laughs> that's a little morbid. Uh, the ants went to Tahiti.
1: <laughs>
0: uh. Mostly, yeah. Um. But Moon Knight, yes. Let's talk about Moon Knight. Yeah, let's talk about Moon Knight. A loving story about a boy and his dog. <laughs> oh, we're doing this episode again. <laughs> we're just gonna do a best of show tonight.
2: Best of. Uh, the, um
1: a vegetarian who goes to a steak shop. Yeah, that's the beginning of the story. It, it's it's weird. I mean, I, you know, it's you know what it's it's. For, again, you know, it's it's it, once again, it's one of those Marvel shows. It's one of those Disney pro- properties that it, it's tough to get into because the show is it's very it's the first episode. It's very slow, very methodic. You try to get into it. You need to
0: try to establish the characters and stuff like that. Um, but I find but, that I find that often with a lot of comics, like the comic books too, like when, yeah. when a new arc is starting up, or like when a new series is starting up, and you kind of read the first issue, and you're, and it, it really is just kind of a trial for me. It's a trial on the first issue. Like, well, mm-hmm. it ha- does that hold me enough to bring me in on a second issue? And mm-hmm. this did. This very much like, all right, you know, I went into it feeling very like eh, sure. Moon Knight, not a favorite character. I have no interest. Maybe. And then I sat there and I'm like, oh, no, I'll, I'll come back and watch this next week. This is, this was good. This held me. Cool. Um, you know, it's weird. But weird is okay. It's, I liked... Um, uh, well,
2: well, that's, well, that's well, one of the things I was going to ask you guys. What did you think of... It's weird to phrase it this way. I guess between the writing or more, so sort of the editing of how everything was presented in, like, almost stands. It's like we get thrown a bit and then... You're somewhere completely else.
0: my wife made the best point last night after the show. We watched it last night, and she she made the best point where she said, for an action adventure show, they cut out all of they they cut all all, all the action scenes. And I thought it was actually kind of a neat way to do that to just sort of, you know, there are no real fight scenes. You just see him, and then it sort of flickers a little. And then it's you know, six guys are lying dead around him. Uh, and I kind of again, I, I like that. I I just think it's different having yeah. sat through, you know, like Cap was uh, Falcon and Winter Soldier, where it was just one slugfest after another. Mm-hmm. You know, it was it was kind of fun to just see something different and, and psychological and, and, you know, weird. No, that, that I
2: mean, I think that's it's a great way at the moment around the fact that let's get one of our most potential violent characters that we're going to be putting to quote-unquote film hmm. and how do we handle this so we're not just going right out r and just you know people be up in arms about how my little children can't watch it or whatever
1: yeah i, I just th- add what if we don't actually show the violence yeah, i, I yeah. think it's. I think it's. I, I think it. The, those parts were like what Matt said and how they handle his. Uh, this uh, his DID, basically his identity disorder. Pretty much what it is at the moment. I thought that was really cool how they handle him going between being Steve, and clearly going between Mark. I think that's his identity. His, uh, yeah. his, his. His 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 uh, identity, and then to Moon Knight, where it's like when it takes over, he just kind of looks. For, for a glimpse of a second, he looks around for a pile of bodies is like, what the hell just happened <laughs> kind of situation? And then on top of that, he has to fight with that goddamn scarab. Like, that's horrible. Like, now that scarab is, is, is also trapped in his mind, too. So it seems like not only is he fighting with Mark, he's also fighting with, I guess, the moon god that's also in his head. So there's like two people right now in his head at the moment, like basically trying to fight over his body. It. It's like it's like it's like it's bad enough that you have to deal with your head. Now you have to deal with two other people trying to like fight with your conscience every and every single moment. And then you're basically waking up not knowing what you did, what happened to you, who you met. It's like all of a sudden, like you're minding your own business and all of a, like and in the media, you have like 40 people chasing you down for like, wait, what the hell did I do? It's a very interesting, uh, I I like the dynamic where it's going more than the superhero aspect of like him kind of just trying to figure out like what's going on. I think that's what's going to be the more exciting thing about this series moving forward. So I think that's what's going to make it more intriguing than him actually becoming Moon, I, I think, in my opinion. I think that's where, how they're handling the
0: identity disorder situation. I want to jump back to your point, Matt, because I, I I thought that was really good. I thought it was very interesting. You know, that is one of the more violent in the comics. Moon Knight is one of the more violent characters. And I think if you do an episode, you know, if you if they did it in a way where you saw the fight scenes and then you saw the fight scenes, by the time you get to episode five or six, the violence gets kind of dull after a while. So to sort of hold back on it in the first episode And through most of this, I imagine will be most of the second episode. You know, that's, I think, a smart decision. Because I got a feeling that by the the time we get to episode six, it's going to be pretty gruesome. Yeah.
1: I agree. I think that's the, and and I think that's the step. It's
0: going to make the decapitation in Falcon and Winter Soldier look like an episode of the Smurfs, man. (laughs) And the little glimpse
2: that we get at the end of the episode kind of makes you feel that way. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It does, but yeah. I like the fact that we really didn't get introduced to the the hero character, or you know, lack of a better term, the hero character of Moon, the character of Moon Knight himself, to just at the very end there, just kind of that, right. that little tease. Um, but I was enjoying seeing the the psychological one, like you said, um, I that type of stuff. I really enjoy. It reminds me of um, the TV series The Prisoner. Why I like the prisoner so much because of the psychological end of this. And this brings a lot of that in between you. You're, and you're slowly introduced to the other characters in occupying Steve's head. And it, it, you kind of see him puzzling things together. And you just start hearing the voice of Moon Knight in the background. And you see him kind of pop up from time to time. And Mark was actually the l- last character that you met. And the between the use of mirrors and perspectives, I thought was uh, I thought was really good. And I I liked how Oscar Isaac portrays the characters very differently. You know, Steve is just such a, um, a, a humble and Unsecure, uh, just kind of a nobody that passes through that people don't even remember his name. He's just that uninteresting. Yeah. But then when you finally meet Mark, he's a very he he plays him very differently. Between yeah. the accent, the the way he carries himself, in just those few seconds you could tell he's, he's a much more dominant character. And then you get. Moon Knight that just, you know, you know beat down, <laughs> uh, bring his justice to the uh, to the world.
0: It's the first time I've actually liked Oscar Isaac in something. I mean, I mean, the only things I've seen, he was in he was in uh, uh, X-Men uh, Apocalypse and he was dull in that. And then he did Star Wars and he was kind of dull in that. Um, But I, I actually enjoyed him in this. Which, I, yeah.
1: Yeah. No, I I I am liking what Oscar Isaac is bringing to the character. And
0: I don't and I, in in fairness to him, I don't think his his dullness in either of those two movies has anything to do with him. I think that was more the right those two. He was characters.
2: doing what he was only carrying what was given to him.
0: What was work. Yeah, he was working yeah. with what he had.
1: Exactly. Yeah, but yeah, at the moment it's just laying down a lot of the the weirdness and the the craziness of what i think we're going to get in terms of this world because i think a lot of it also is was going to play around with a lot of the uh the psychological horror a- 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 <laughs> aspects of like different gods and how how the gods kind of come into this whole situation the only issue that i'm also having and we, i was actually talking with matt maybe uh before we were we went on the podcast is the the whole hierarchy of the God situation, which is kind of funny that we brought up because it's like now, once again, you're now introducing, quote-unquote, the Egyptian gods into the MCU, yet, however, with if anybody's watched The Eternals, we've also established that The Eternals were quote-unquote the deviants were supposed to be the gods that created all the different universes of created different galaxies across the universe but at that same also situation we also kind of like i guess in terms of earth we look at thor as norse gods on top of that so are the norse gods in somewhat relation to the egyptian gods like I, like Mar- MCU needs to figure out how this religion hierarchy right, and stuff like really quick, like, <laughs> out I, I, like I
0: don't that. think that's entirely just MCU because that's true yeah. in the comics too, where you get you know yeah. I mean you obviously you have Thor and then you have Kanchu and yeah. then you also have Hercules.
1: Hmm. Yeah, Hercules so, is in there you know, too, which
0: is which is Greek.
1: Yep. And Puck.
0: And Puck, yeah, yeah. Yep. No, which you're they, right.
2: They brought Puck into Eternals. They did. Very end, he shows up there.
0: Mm-hmm. and then you have journals yep. yeah. yeah apocalypse that with...
2: uh you know take
1: out what whatever way
2: you want to put him as well mm-hmm. so
1: it seems yeah, like you... the plane was like the like the god god and then there's like the the the, the gods of mythology in terms of mcu realm i, I but think. that's
2: not uncommon for for marvel marvel drew a yeah. lot from different uh religions and different uh, a, lot of, a lot of a
1: lot, both comics have done it. I mean, yeah. both sides. So yeah, it's not it's not too rare. Yeah,
2: so I I don't I don't know if that's something they will address at least not now. Uh, yeah. I mean, it, one doesn't necessarily have to do anything with another one. It, it, you know, it, no, you right. have the Asgardians. That that's self you know well established. Okay, you have the the Eternals who they didn't show in Egypt, but they showed in like more particularly the, the South American areas. Mm-hmm. So that can explain the, the Mayan and the Aztecian uh, belief systems in there because the you know, the hanging tower uh, gardens of Babylon and all that stuff that was, that was Eternals. Now you have something in Egypt. So you, it's completely different areas that are, uh, that are focused on. So, will they bring it up? Who knows? that's that's yet to be seen. But that's not a not a big uh big to deal on my end. Um, I just uh I, I'm I'm happy now that I know how to order my steaks properly. It, instead of, you know, wh- what type of steak would you like? A good one. How would you like it cooked? Good. Okay, so that's how you. That is the proper way to order a steak. I, I always got it wrong.
1: <laughs> oh man, but yeah, um, yeah. Right now, it's it's an interesting story. Uh, again, it's just once again a little slow at the moment. But with this series, I, I do like where so. the build up is going to ha- uh, that that's going to happen within the next. Now, um, this is what six episodes. We're getting six episodes. Episode. Six episodes. Yeah, and I, to be honest, it
2: was. It's there wasn't anything fast paced and really huge about this episode. But compared to say the beginning of Wandavision, right? I don't think that was slow,
0: or any episode of Book of Boba Fett.
1: Yeah, (laughs) yeah, that wasn't Mandalorian. (laughs) That was a Mandalorian. Yeah, no, you're right. Uh, Speaking of other things, no, I was.
0: I was actually. I was actually shocked when it. when, what was the, what was the length then it was like 40 45 minutes for yeah. uh, moon night yeah yes yeah, i moon. didn't i didn't feel like i was i was kind of shocked when it ended because i was like oh that was that it felt quite short to me
2: yeah i yeah. I, I enjoyed it i thought that oh. the pacing of the episode was good this as far as the story yet yeah, things are going to get stretched out but, right uh, right right yeah
1: uh, no, I thought the pacing was good too. I actually enjoyed it, especially at the end once the the Moon Knight reveal. But th- again, the whole part of that episode was him playing around with his uh, identity disorder, which was which was intriguing, and I thought it was one of the most big things that was talked about too. Like, because people were like, "How are you going to handle the, me- the the mental health issue?" You know, and and so far, I think they handled it pretty pretty well um, throughout the throughout the show uh question what what does everybody think about ethan hawk's uh portrayal of what's his character I, kind of, arthur harrow yeah what what what's your what's your take on it so far the performance because it's like this is the first time seeing ethan hawk not play a cop like <laughs> like every time i see ethan, he's a cop he's that's, usually that's a cop. episode two
0: isaac yes yeah, it's, yeah it's, that's the big reveal oh i'm <laughs> i've spoiled it already oh uh, i'm,
1: a, I'm a sorry spoiled. Um, um. So I'm 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 a raging mad cult but also a cop undercover. <laughs> but see that they they could have solved that a, issue in the museum. I'm, I'm a cult. I'm a cultist on my part time job. <laughs> they they
2: could have solved that in the museum if they had him dressed in one of the security guard outfits instead of the the other guy. And uh, that 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 would have solved it right there. Yeah. Um, I, I think he's freaky. <laughs> I mean, just the way he he walks out and presents himself, mm-hmm. and you know we're we're introduced to him first putting glass in your shoes because you know who doesn't walk around with glass slippers?
1: Yeah, that was uncomfortable. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm not gonna. That's uh, wow, that's, uh...
2: And then he he stands in the center of the town. And he starts holding people's hands and saying, "Oh, you're a good person." Oh, you're not a good person. But I'm trying to be a good person. Well, maybe you're not going to be a good person eventually. Yeah, oh, I mean, it's like, you, I mean... Uh, He's so cl- you know, cool <laughs> and collected about it.
1: Yeah, it's like, uh... I'm going to go do know, something bad down the road, so I gotta go, you know, it's just...
0: <laughs> I was really disappointed that when he put the glass in it, they didn't play Walking on Broken Glass. I was...
2: They, yeah it was some other song i forget what the song was that they it was a very bizarre choice of music actually, no but
0: actually the i liked the the soundtrack i liked a lot of the music
1: yeah no i thought the soundtrack actually kind of fitting aside
0: and, yeah uh
1: no i think i, I think it did uh, but yeah ethan house character is a little weird and crazy at the moment and I guess I, I think that kind of fits the tone of whatever, you know, what the show is, is is trying to accomplish and yeah. how this is all going to fit within the MCU, I guess, moving forward, stuff like that, which is going to be
0: very, very particular, you know, so. You, you keep You keep talking about how things fit into the MCU, and I got to say, that was one of the things that I really, really enjoyed on this, because I think I've complained about it. Every time that I've been on the show, every time I've been on the podcast and we've discussed Marvel, I've brought this up. Yeah. How bored I've gotten with the idea. Like, it was the first time in a long time where I didn't feel like I had to do my homework beforehand. You know, yeah. like if you, 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 you can't watch WandaVision without seeing... Age of Ultron and Civil War and Endgame and Infinity War. And since you're watching Endgame and Infinity War, you got to watch the 20 movies. You know, there's there's yeah. like a homework assignment each and every time. And like, that's been true with WandaVision, with Falcon and, and Winter Soldier, with Loki, Loki. Loki, with Hawkeye, and literally with every damn movie. Yeah. I've had to do my homework beforehand. And this I didn't. None of it came in. It, I, I wasn't there wasn't like I didn't have to know who anybody was. It's there to unravel before me and me to learn who these characters are and find out who these characters were. I, I don't have to go back and watch. I agree. I don't have to go back Anything. and watch the Eternals. I don't have to go back and watch. And I, it was such a breath of fresh air, honestly. No.
1: No, you're right. Having said
0: that, I fully expect that next week's episode is going to be chock full of Eternals, and I'm going to have no idea what's going on. It is based in London. (laughs) Yeah.
1: It is based in London, yeah. And Keith Carrington's going to pop in as a Black Knight. I can't wait for that to happen. Jeez. And then Mahershala Ali makes an appearance. There you go. Somewhere down the road. I mean, we are starting to get into this whole like, you know, this, the more magical, spiritual aspect of Marvel, and I think that's what kind of like floor is leaning into, very heavenly. And then I think from there, and then we jump until we jump into the multiverse of madness. So, yeah, it's gonna get really weird and cocky for the next couple episodes. But yeah, other than that, I'm I'm enjoying what I what I'm watching right now at the moment. It's, uh, it's gonna be very interesting to see how things play out.
2: I want to say there, maybe you gentlemen will remember the, the bit at the beginning was taken from something. I've seen it somewhere else, and I don't remember what it is that he comes walking in he's pretending to be. Well, not pretending, but he's going on about knowing all this stuff. And it's like, oh, you are the tour guide. And he goes, no, I work at the gift shop. And, you know, go back to your place of being in the gift shop. But like dreaming of being the tour guide. And I've I've known I've seen that in some other uh, show. And I That's can't. your life.
0: Well, that, yes, that was you. <laughs> the number of times you're like, I'm the tour guide. You're like, no, you work in the gift shop. Get back there. <laughs> I've seen that ha- to you. I've seen it happen. Mm
1: hmm.
2: So, what night was I supposed to go to the steak dinner?
1: <laughs> you missed it
0: <laughs> you have that was two days ago yeah that was that was two years ago was steak dinner night, and you missed it. You were eating tacos for some reason. I don't know <laughs> I'm uh, sorry i've heard I've broken him. I've heard him. <laughs> <laughs> You show I wasn't going to bring it up. I was just gonna, I was waiting for you with my steak. Oh, man. Uh, <laughs> and a nice Chianti. Oh. But, this bit. I got nothing left. <laughs> Move on. <laughs> Move along. Move along. Okay. I had no ending to that bit, so if you're waiting for me to, to finish it.
1: <laughs> uh, you,
2: you, you didn't do Henson Proud by blowing something up.
0: No, I didn't. I'm sorry. That's okay. Uh, <sighs> but
2: yeah, overall, I think the handling so far has been great with this. Uh, like you said, we we don't need to know anything going in ahead of time, other than it's Marvel. Yeah. Everything is being presented in front of us as we need to know it, mm. and it's it's decently paced for it. it's for the forty something minute episode. To me, it felt like twenty. It, it just went yeah, yeah really fast. All the characters so far, I'm getting pulled into. We don't know. They didn't give us too much information because there's a lot of things we still don't know, which is great because we still have five more episodes to go. I um, agree. So, so far, I personally think they did a good job with this. That's I, that's my take on it. Um, it's. It, and it's kind of a, it's a weird mix of passion projects because Oscar Isaac apparently is one of the producers on this. He's the one that reached out to Ethan Hawke to portray the the character of Arthur Harrow in it. Oh, really, the director yeah. is Egyptian, so he's on a quest to make sure to portray Egyptians and their past in an authentic way uh, to make sure that it's portrayed that big, properly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so you have a lot of different people wanting to make this succeed. And, oh, by the way, this is the third thing that you've seen Oscar Isaac Or watch that has Oscar Isaac in it. Because he was Spider-Man 2099 in uh, Into the Spider-Verse.
1: I
0: keep forgetting that.
2: Yeah.
1: Oh, yeah, that is true. And he's going to come back to reprise his role in that uh, this year. This year
2: for part
1: one of it. Oh yeah, into the Spider Verse, which is very, true. Very true. Wow, yeah. that, that is very, very talented. I'm actually surprised that he got a uh, producer rights so quickly. Normally, normally you have to wait to like season two or three for those things. But yeah, I was like, oh, oh wow, that's great. They, they want to apologize for
2: <laughs> we apologize everything else that Disney done to him. Yeah,
1: yeah. <laughs> yeah, we kind of mess everything up. So in the token, he get producing rights. <laughs> We, we, we laid out at the first Star Wars movie this really big
2: role for you, and then we forgot to write you into the rest of the movies. Actually, no, I read I read recently
0: that they were, they were going to kill him in Seven.
1: Originally, oh,
0: really? he, he was supposed to die in Seven, and then they decided not to. Oh, and they kept that. him around for some reason. That's weird. I think. Yeah. You- Oscar
1: probably like, you know what, y'all should have killed me because I mean, I'm not even in the movie to begin with, so I guess I guess that was a version of the death, but you know, yeah. My son actually
0: yeah likes he, his I character. think I think he was supposed to die on on uh, on Jakku at the beginning of the film. Interesting.
2: Oh, that quickly because yeah, he, he, I, I he think plays, so. He plays out into the, the parts for that movie that you I could uh, justify him being around in it, but then the second one so eight it's just like okay you're here and then they they tried to write the movie around him but it's almost like it's a different character i felt yeah and then nine
1: he shows up nine, he was point. actually
0: the most interesting in
1: yeah yeah it was yeah nine, then well done
0: but I think most of that is cuz of the scene he got to share with Billy DeWilliams, Williams. So, well, then.
2: yeah. <laughs> but that's for another episode.
0: Yeah, That's, us um, discuss that some other time. Yeah, Here.
2: yeah. He uh I I uh, I I again, like I said, I I'm enjoying how he's portraying these characters. I I like how they're they're bringing us along on the journey of discovery. So you you start off wondering, okay, he's doing this. He's got the sand around the bed. He's got the the ankle tied to it, the the tape on the door. And I keep wondering why. Not because, why is he doing it? Because he he wants to find out what's happening to him. Why he keeps on waking up in other places. But when is he going to realize that as much as he's able to just put everything on and off on his own if he wakes up in the middle of the night, he could do that too. Right. Yep. So it's like, it it is exactly what Kassar says is, he's the idiot.
1: Yep, at the moment. Um, And again, you know, I think it's going to be very interesting in how Steve, Mark, and, you know, and uh, uh, Conchu. uh, Uh,
2: Khonshu. Khonshu. yes.
1: Yeah, and how how these three will work together and what kind of conflicts that he would have, you know, budding conflicts moving forward, you know, exactly how that happens. Like, okay, what, you know, how much is Steve in control or how much is Mark in control? And is it 30-30 split? Will... Will it you come down to a head where um, there'll be a battle just to control the conscience of, of Steve at, at, at a certain point, will conscience just kind of get fed up and like, hey, I'm taking over this body full range. And how would Steve and Mark feel about that whole situation? So, yeah, I think there's going to be a lot of fun dynamics that I'm really looking forward to just with that alone, you know, and and. And how will all three of them be able to work together side by side, or, or one's going to off the other, you know? And you know, on top of have to face any external threats that they would have to battle against. So. Yeah. Cool. Yeah, I'm interested. I'm looking forward to it. Yeah, I
2: think we're we're being presented, and you made me think of this now, that. Not only do we have the external battle, we have the internal battle. So we're watching two different conflicts go on for this character. Mm-hmm. So we have, you know, we, we have the bad guys chasing him and, and trying to, to kill him. But then you have the internal battle of mm-hmm. who is controlling this one person. So that, uh, And you already have two of them teamed up against the, the one other guy. So yeah, I, I think this is going to make for a good series. I'm looking forward to to everything. And he does have on.
0: a. And what's what's interesting to me is that he, <clears throat> Stephen has a mother that he calls his mother and he talks to his mother.
2: Yeah. Well, no, he calls the mother, but he has yet to actually talk to her.
0: No, doesn't he actually talk to her at one point? I thought he talked to her.
2: I, I remember him leaving a voicemail. The the first time he okay, calls my
0: wife my wife is here leaning in and saying voicemail.
2: Yeah, the first right. time yeah, hi, Um first time he calls, he leaves a voice message. The second time after the date, he's rambling on. Yeah. But he I don't remember him getting any responses or any the dialogue inferring that there was a response. So okay. my implica- my guess was that it's another voice message. So, that's still a question mark. Interesting. Interesting. We don't know if this character actually does exist. Is it something else? Is it someone else? Is it really Nick Fury that he's calling and <laughs> leaving messages for? Um, is it actually his mother? You know, will his mother show up and be somebody or just, you know, just be a, just a, uh, an Ant May type of character. Maybe. So, uh, again, that that's yet again more questions. We 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 finish this episode with more questions than we began it with. Pretty much, we began just with okay, who's this character, and we end with who's this character, who's this character, who's that character, what's going on? Oh, by the way, you're a superhero, but you don't know that you're a superhero, and you're living a dual personality in this woman's leaving you voice messages on the secret phone that you hid in your attic
1: sums me... it up yes <laughs> yep i agree all
2: right well it's too early to give a grade i think for for these but uh i think we're all agree green said it's so far starting off on the right foot
0: i think so
1: I think so. I, I like the pacing and what they're doing so, with the show so far. Yeah.
2: And I like that Isaac gives a thumbs up on an audio podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, gentlemen. We will definitely have to see where we go with here. And uh, we will be talking more about Moon Knight soon, I believe, I guess. We'll see what the next episode holds and then decide from there.
0: Alright. Can uh, we...
2: Thank you. Thank you again to Isaac and Matt for joining me. So what do you think? What did you think of the first episode of Moon Knight? join the conversation find us on facebook our facebook group is facebook.com slash group slash disney marvels podcast on instagram we're at disney marvels podcast tiktok at disney marvels podcast and on the twitter at disney marvels don't forget to subscribe to our youtube channel where we got some fun stuff going on there as well plus the audio tracks to all the most recent episodes You could leave us a voice message through the Anchor app or Anchor.fm website. Hear yourself on the show. You could also record your own message on your electronic device, tablet, laptop, smartphone, etc., and email with any questions or suggestions you may have, one not necessary, depending on the other, to disneymarvels at gmail.com. Don't forget to check out the latest Disney Marvel blog over at DisneyMarvels.blogspot.com. Links to all these are in the show notes. I want to thank you for your time. I know how little time we all have these days and how crazy life is, unfortunately, going on at the moment. But the fact that we get to spend some of the time together really means a lot to us over here at Disney Marvel's podcast. Um, it, it is truly special, each and every one of you, the fact that we get to spend this time together and uh we do ask please share out that you are listening to these shows share it out on the social network so people other people can find it spread the word and if you really got an extra moment go on to apple Podcasts or spotify and rate the show we have all five-star reviews over on apple Podcasts at the moment truly amazing cannot believe it but we will welcome more five-star reviews over on apple podcast and uh, get those reviews going on spotify as well the more people that join this disney family the better it is walt disney believed in a big disney family and so do i don't forget to subscribe to the show as well this way you always know when new episodes are posted i know recently it's been a little crazy when i i've been putting up new episodes sorry like i said life is crazy but we're getting him out there one way or another we're getting him out there while you're at it though, consider becoming a premium subscriber. Really help the show out. You can do this over at anchor.fm slash disneymarvel slash support or find our Patreon page. We get some people going on, more people going on over there and we'll start dropping maybe some exclusive episodes. Ah, there's an idea. You can also check out our merchandise shop where you can get some, stuff, some fun, cool Disney Marvel stuff, usually on sale. You can do this you can find the links for these, apologize, you can find the links for these in the show notes as well, because remember, this show is brought to you by listeners like you. In Japan, broken objects are often repaired with gold. The flaws is seen as a unique piece of the object's history, which adds to its beauty. Consider this the next time you feel broken. And now I'd like to end this week's show with a quote. From Walt Disney himself. It's good to have a failure while you're young because it teaches you so much. For one thing, it makes you aware that such a thing can happen to anybody. And once you've lived through your worst, through the worst, you've never quite as vulnerable afterwards. And that's from Walt Disney. Thank you again for listening, everyone. And I'll see you next time.